This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. This is so um, tragically hilarious to watch. These media goons and leftists who just constantly have to evolve their story. It's not censorship. Okay, it's censorship. It's censorship, but it's bad. And then it's censorship, but at least it's not government. And then, okay, it's government, but it's still government censoring bad stuff. It's just hilarious to watch this. Twitter files dump number four. And the most important question of the day. Who the hell's attacking our power plants? First, we had foods and farms and uh, food locations. What is going on? Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Going online without a VPN is like walking your dog without a leash. Most of the time, you're probably okay, but you don't want the dog to run away. Do you get a VPN? Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this Monday. I've got that. I've got a loaded show for you today, including I didn't really get into uh, too deeply the Brittany Griner story. I've got a segment on that show showing you that it's pretty clear at this point that it looks like they're lying. Again, proving my point that it's not that they lie, the Biden administration, that should bother you. It's that they lie about everything all the time. Today's show brought to you by Tommy John. Don't make your loved ones face the dead of winter in old T-shirts, ancient underwear, and ratty sweats. Help them fight cold with cozy. Give them the gift of Tommy John. In Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. I was a customer long before they were a uh, an advertiser on the company because their stuff is great. Go to Tommy John today and shop their wrap-it-up sale right now. Give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas with over 18 million pairs sold. Giving Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics been a customer for a long time. You should get Tommy John for everyone in your holiday list and for yourself too. Celebrate softness season with the gift of new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. Every gift is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free, guarantee. Hurry to Tommy John's wrap it up sale and get 30% off everything plus free shipping at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. That's a big savings. Go order now so your gifts arrive before the holidays. 30% off plus free shipping at tommyjohn.com slash dan, tommyjohn.com slash dan. See site for details. All right, Joseph, let's go. Happy Monday, Dan. Happy yes, Monday, everybody. Joe is uh, being very, uh, he's ecstatic about this year because I think he knows I slept good. A lot of news happened My and man. he gets to see the lineup. We're very excited to bring you this show today because there's really a lot to talk about. Now, the censorship story, given that the Twitter files are being exposed. We've now had four consecutive, uh, uh, well, of course, they're consecutive dumps of information from Matt Taibbi, Bari Weiss, Taibbi, and now uh, Matt Schellenberger, as, or Michael Schellenberger, excuse me, as well. Uh, the last few dumps of information have been significant because it, it's forcing the left. And constitutional attorney Jonathan Turley, who you've probably seen on Fox a couple of times, is a very smart guy. Turley, I, I'm not sure his politics, which probably speaks a lot to his um, 
his legal skills and that he'll talk about uh, the law on Fox, but you can't really tell what political angle he's coming from. That's, believe me, that's, there's a lot to be said for that about um, you not being arbitrary. But Turley had this point that this is like the greatest thing ever right now for conservatives because it's forcing the libs and it's forcing the liberal media and the activists to do this show your ass theory where you, you now there's no way around it anymore. We now know the FBI colluded with big tech to censor information. There's that, that, that's indisputable, okay? You can make all the excuses in the world, but now you're going to have to admit as an activist or a liberal media goon that, yes, you're okay with this. You can give because of, I'm okay. You get what I'm saying, guys? Like, I'm okay because, but it, it doesn't matter what the because of is. Right. It's like saying, I'm, well, murder is A-okay with me because it, it doesn't matter. What you just said is you just completely exposed yourself. So now that we know the FBI is involved, the censorship stories fully expose the liars and the frauds and the media evolving, trying to cover for all this stuff and the First Amendment violations is the craziest thing I've ever seen. As I said, we're running out of conspiracy theories because they're all true. Here's the craziest part now. Even liberals know they're in trouble now. I'm going to get to that a little bit later with video of Ro Khanna and a tweet by Ted Lieu, two rabid leftists who now know they're in serious First Amendment trouble. All right, let's get to this first. John Kirby, who, again, is a, is a man who I guess was once respected in the military. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. But served the country in the military has now, talk about an erosion of personal standards and a complete lack of dignity anymore. The guy has now thrown it all out the window. He's just lying. They're lying to our faces now. They know they have a serious First Amendment problem. How do I know that? Because they used to brag from the White House press podium about coordinating with big tech to censor information. Now they know this is probably going to go to the courts and people are probably going to be sued. So now the story's changed. Here's John Kirby on the weekend show on Fox with Shannon Bream. When asked a very simple question, about the White House's role in censoring information, which we already know about. I'm going to play you the video coming up in a minute. And watch Kirby change the story right in front of your face, lying right to your face, eyeball to eyeball. No, no, no. There was no uh, collusion with big tech here. Hey, take a listen. Should or shouldn't the federal government, federal agencies, in your words, be directing private companies on how to execute their initiatives? We, we aren't directing private social media companies on how to manage their content. These are decisions that they have to make uh, as appropriate. Now, look, we obviously uh, don't want to see, uh, you know, the public square uh, polluted with with hate speech and, and disinformation that, um, that that's not that's not a good uh, use of uh, uh, the information environment for the American people. Uh, but it's up to these social media companies to determine how they're going to manage uh, their content, how they are going to deliver that content uh, to their users. Again, guys, ladies, uh, this is one of those weeks where I get it. It's pre-holiday. You know, sometimes people have other stuff to do. They don't want to listen to politics. I I'm begging you to stay in touch with us this week with these shows because you're watching one of the biggest political scandals in American history involving the First Amendment develop right now, right before our eyes every day with these Twitter files. And to watch the administration just blatantly lie to your face should say to you a couple of things. Number one, they know it's an enormous scandal. Well, they wouldn't lie about it, right? I mean, it's not like a leap of faith right there. It's not breaking news. They're lying for a reason. But secondly, 
They understand that they've got a potential legal and civil problem on their hands right now. That they thought, they never thought that I think public pressure would develop and the culture would change so quickly with these Twitter files and Elon taking over that they'd be exposed. Now they know they've got a serious, serious issue on their hands. They know they've got a serious issue because they've already admitted to some of this stuff. Now, what happened in the Twitter files that has them now panicking? Well, what has them panicking was this reason Robbie Suave covers it. I got this story in the newsletter today. If you want to subscribe, it's Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please stay in touch with us this week. Watch these episodes. You are watching one of the biggest scandals in American history break out right now. The Twitter files released, the one by Michael Schellenberger and Taibbi, parts three and four. It's now fully acknowledged that the FBI met on a regular basis with Twitter. It was in the Twitter file dumps uh, of information. Yoel Roth, the head of content safety at Twitter, now admits they were running out of ways to disguise these FBI meetings. Uh, the FBI was suggesting things to them. Um, so there's no longer a question of is the government involved? So it's, it's just, again, it's hilarious watching the media evolve here. From a, oh, there's no government involvement, it's a private company to now, oh, there's government involvement, but it was about misinformation. The government doesn't get to declare what misinformation is, Joe. We have this thing called the First Amendment that prevents them from doing that. Now, having said that, yeah, because there are people out there who don't get this. Oh, Dan, I, I've heard this a couple of times over the weekend by morons in the media, and they know they're lying. And you guys tell me if this is a good explanation, because having been a government agent, I understand this stuff. I actually had the power to arrest and prosecute. Well, excuse me, arrest and bring people for prosecution. The government has an avenue for speech. It does. I thought it was prevented from doing that from the First Amendment. It largely is. But if I, as a Secret Service agent, uh, go and investigate Gee, who threatens the president of the United States and says he wants to kill him, there are exceptions. That is a crime. So the government has a process for that, Joe. It's called the court system. Right. Where I swear to a warrant in court that Guy said this on Twitter. This is not free speech. It is, in fact, a violation of someone else's civil rights. He's threatening the life of the president of the United States. And I have to go to court and swear to it. That's the process. Last time I checked, fellas, the process wasn't FBI, Elvis Chan, and other people in the FBI office go and meet with Twitter and wink and nod while not having to swear to anything in front of a judge with guns and badges on saying, hey, you know what? This could be bad. You may want to take this down. It's a thought crime. Nope. That's not the process. No carve-outs. No. Mm -mm. no that's, that's no car. There's no carve-outs. Joe's right. There are no carve-outs to that process. They're just, they're just hard. So if you read the Reason article, you see in the Matt Taibbi uh, Twitter files release that they describe an erosion of standards within the company and that Yoel Roth, there he is again, and VJ Gaddy at uh, Twitter they took a more active role in moderating election-related content. Oh, so they were interfering in elections. Sounds like a conspiracy theory we were told. We were told it was a conspiracy theory, right? I'm running out of conspiracy theories because now they're all true. Do you notice how the left is always accusing us of interfering in elections? Why are they doing it? <laughs> it's because they're doing the dipsy-doo flipperoo because there's nothing the left more does more than interfere in elections. So they figure by throwing a curveball and accusing you of interfering in elections that they'll get out of being held accountable for actually interfering in elections. They did this, by the way, as it's acknowledged in the Twitter release by Taibbi and Schellenberg this week, and they did it to get Trump off the platform. I mean, what else do you need to hear? So now we know there is serious First Amendment territory violations here. 
We know Twitter's been actively involved in interfering in elections. And we know the government knew this the whole time because the FBI clearly has records of these meetings because Twitter has records of these meetings. There's no way the FBI doesn't. Here, part two of this from Reason Magazine. Notably, Twitter's moderations decisions during this time period increasingly relied on input from the FBI and DHS. I thought we were told that was a conspiracy theory too. Darn, every single one of them. We really, there's some new ones, man. We need the old ones to run it out. So in internal Slack conversations, Twitter policy director Nick Pickles, that's a name right there. Nick Pickles, he floated the idea <laughs> of it. publicly admitting that the company's misinformation policies were based on feedback from law enforcement experts but eventually decided to just call them partnerships. You see how they play the euphemisms game? Because everybody now understands that they're in First Amendment Tory. They understood it before. They just never thought they'd be exposed because they thought never, I mean, no one ever expected Elon to buy the thing. And as uh, my neighbor said to me in my, one of my, uh, one, of the, one of the houses we, we rent out, I, the neighbor over there said to me this weekend, Elon bought a crime scene and he did buy a crime scene. And now you're seeing the crime scene right now. Now, here's the thing. All of this was done because I know that what's going to happen next is the media, now that we know there's a law enforcement nexus, they're going to try to move the, the goalposts on this again. And they're going to say, oh, it was just recommendations and misinformation, and there's no evidence it was partisan. Really? Here's another article by Fox News. Twitter files reveal Trump ban came after Michelle Obama and the ADL, yeah, the Defamation League, yeah, the Defamation League, who ironically I'd call the Defamation League. I think that was a Freudian slip pressured the company. Folks, this was a one-way street. This was a government-coordinated, law enforcement-suggested operation with a big tech company to censor Republicans to interfere in an election. It is simple as that. This is causing a major, major headache. How do I know that? Because now, although they proudly advertised, remember uh, Vivek Murthy, the uh, Surgeon General? Speaking often about oh, how we're colluding with these social media companies, take down information about COVID. I told you COVID was going to be the vehicle with them, the mandates to soften you up to the idea of removing and taking away your civil liberties, speech, your body sovereignty, everything. We've not, we've not said this a thousand times. The proof comes out every single day. They know they've got a problem now. Here, we can prove it again. It's not just Kirby lying about it. Kirby's just, I mean, really disgraced himself. It's horrible to watch. This guy just throw away his dignity. Corinne Jean-Pierre, I mean, again, anyone changing a vote on this? No, still sucks. We, no, no, still sucks. Terrible. Worst press secretary we've ever seen. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre, again, lying to your face. She understands. She's asked a question. Hey, was the White House coordinating with these people? Because now we have these Twitter file releases and it's all out there. Watch her again. Lie straight to your face about the collusion between big tech and government. Check this out. Elon Musk uh, this week fired uh, former FBI general counsel Jim Baker, who was serving as a top Twitter lawyer. Um, Musk alleges that he may have been involved with uh, countermanding his attempts at transparency. Um, and I was wondering if anyone in the Biden administration was in touch with Baker, either regarding moderation decisions that critics call political censorship or regarding uh, his transparency efforts recently. So it's up to private companies uh, to make these types of decisions. We were not involved. I can say that we were not involved. <laughs> OK, what do you mean you were? OK, just go right to it. Just go to Saki. <laughs> you weren't involved. Let's just let's here. Let's take Kareem Jean-Pierre. Let's. Lift her up by the uh, by the arms. Let's move her to the side. Let's take Jen Psaki. Let's drop Jen Psaki in the exact same position. And here's Jen Psaki. 
They weren't involved in speaking to big tech about removing material. Uh, okay, listen to Jen Psaki uh, confirm that they had no role whatsoever in manipulating big tech to get rid of material. She said, no role. Jen Psaki confirms it here. No, okay, Green Jabby is definitely not lying. Check this out. We are in regular touch uh, with these social media platforms, uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, given, as Dr. Murthy Mur Mur uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken, or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problems post for Facebook uh, that spread this information. Okay, now I want to say focus here. That's not telling my personal stories, but Gee asked something critical. He said, why would she say that? I'm going to explain to you why right now, and I'm telling you, don't downplay what I'm about to say. I worked in the government. I worked in the government for a long time, spent almost five years in the White House. Not trying to impress anybody, nobody cares. You all have serious jobs and important jobs too. There's this assumption out there that people in the government, uh, no, I'm, and don't laugh, uh, that they're, there's some kind of, you know, tactical battle plan and like they're smart, they're smarter than us. The liberals can be, liberals never do anything by mistake, but government is populated by a lot, not a lot of decent people, but a good swath of people, especially on the political side, who are really, really stupid. She said it because she just never thought they'd get busted. She thought Twitter and Facebook thought, and she was correct, were diehard liberal activists in support of censorship and totalitarianism, everything liberals love. Why would they give up the cookies in the cookie jar? No one ever anticipated Elon buying it and exposing them. It's, it, it's no more complicated than that. And the reason I said I want to divert, something happened to me once. You know, you hear Secret Service, FBI, and everybody assumes like these people are like, you know, they're like men in black, like complicated with fancy devices and James Bond stuff. It's it is not that way at all. I got a, a I got called into the office once when I was on the president's detail. Short story. Promise. What they told me was classified at the highest levels. I had to sign an NDA before I even was the information was even and, and on the way out. Right. You will not disclose any of this. Got me. I get in a car. I mean, this was some high, high level stuff. There's a reason I was told it. I'm not in my car five minutes. On my government cell, I, this dude calls me. He's like, hey, I heard you're doing this thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who told you that? Don't assume competence when idiocy is an easier explanation. They're just really that stupid. What, it's a good question. Why would Jen Psaki admit? To a clear First Amendment violation, we, the government, are colluding with big tech to censor. That's basically what she said. It's, it's not in essence. It's what she said. Because they're just stupid. How do I know they're stupid? Because Jen Psaki, look at this Washington Examiner headline. You can read the whole article in the newsletter. If Jen Psaki's so proud of what they're doing, then why is she trying to evade a subpoena to be deposed in the big tech case? Headline, Jen Psaki to be deposed in big tech case after an attempt to evade it flops. Why? Nobody likes giving, giving depositions. I get that. But she is really trying to get out of this big tech lawsuit where she's going to be asked to testify about what she just said. She's not going to be able to say, guys, in the deposition, oh, I don't know anything about coordination with big tech. That didn't happen. You just said it.
Why did she do it? Because do not give an explanation that is unnecessarily unnecessarily complicated. Incompetence and stupidity. They're just dumb. Now, Jen Psaki trying to get out of this says to me and should say to you, they know that they are neck deep in a pile of, you know what? They are in a world of trouble and they know it. They know that the Elon case is now going to blow up their spot. I'm going to prove it to you coming up in a second here. I got a, a tweet and a video by Ro Khanna. Again, the Democrats, as I said before, largely don't do anything by mistakes. I mean, I'm not talking the government officials, however, like Saki and others, sometimes they're just dumb. There's a difference between the two. You see what I mean in a second. This is not by mistake what's happening next. Today's show also brought to you by Rickhouse Nutrition. Between the record heat, fertilizer shortages, and inflation, getting fresh, healthy, wholesome produce may be a challenge. You all know it's vital to do so, however. You need a healthy daily dose of fruits and vegetables every day to power your body. These macro and micronutrients. That's why I use Field of Greens. Field of Greens is packed with 18 essential fruits and vegetables. Loaded with antioxidants, plus it's pre and probiotic. It, I swear by it. I use it twice a day. There's no mixing and matching of pills. It's just a powder. You put a scoop in a beverage, protein shake. I like it in green tea sometimes, tomato juice, orange juice, whatever. I feel better, have more energy and peace of mind knowing I'm giving my body the nutrients it needs and that nature gave us. It gave us these gifts. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and get 15% off your first order with the promo code Dan. Folks, you got the new year coming up. Everybody's going to want to be in shape. They're going to want to start taking care of their bodies. Start with this. It's called Field of Greens. Field of Greens. It's available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Even better, if you subscribe, you'll save an additional 10% every month and you'll never run out. You got all these viruses out there, all these threats to your health. Take care of your body. Get the healthy dose of fruits and vegetables daily you need using Field of Greens. It tastes delicious, too. The lemon, lime, and wild berry are spectacular. The original's great. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan is where you get it. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Please don't wait any longer. Get it today. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay, here's how you know they are in a world of trouble because of the Elon race. They they just got caught. They just got caught. Here's Ted Lieu just the other day. Today's day's the 12th. This was just yesterday. Here's Ted Lieu. Someone asked him on Twitter. And keep in mind, he chose to, the tweet has since been deleted when they asked him this. Matt R-V-R-E, some guy tweeted, tweeted out. And Ted Lou, in other words, he answered this deliberately. It wasn't by mistake. He wasn't like, there wasn't a subpoena demanding he answers. He did this deliberately. He is a hardcore, hardcore Democrat. A pee-pee tape hoaxer. Everything wrong with the Democrat Party is Ted Lou. 
So he's asked, hey, can't we just like shut this Elon Musk guy down? Radical Democrat Ted Lieu responds, no, we can't. We're a free country. Elon Musk can post smart things or stupid things. He can promote cat videos over boring Jim Jordan tweets or not. He can amplify COVID deniers or not. The Constitution prevents government from regulating speech on Twitter. Now, you know, a lot of people, and I get it, I'm, I'm not mad at the mayor, but a lot of even conservatives were celebrating this. Like, oh, look at this, a revelation by Ted Lieu. He's on our side. He, this guy is not on our side. Uh, please, I don't mean to sound like an ass. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Please stop celebrating this. This guy is not on our side. He knows he's in trouble. And so does Ro Khanna, another Democrat. They know they're in trouble now. They got caught. They said, oh, it's not censorship. The government's not involved. It's a private company. We now know that is categorically absolutely false. We now know that's fake. It, it, the government was heavily involved. So now they're freaking out. And all of them are trying to come out and get right on this so they don't find themselves in a courtroom having to testify to their prior tweets promoting censorship. By the way, Ro Khanna was one of them. Ro Khanna, was a, Ro Khanna and AOC were two of the primary voices pushing for the takedown of Parler. And everybody's celebrating Ro Khanna for statements like this. Check this out. Thank you for doing what you did. The entire country thanks you. What prompted you to write that note to the leadership of Twitter? Thank you, Maria, but I don't think what I did was anything exceptional. I was just standing up for our Constitution and for our First Amendment. It is wrong to censor newspapers. It is wrong to censor journalists. Look, the New York Post hasn't written a kind thing about me in my six years in Congress. Uh, they're a conservative uh, point of view paper. But that doesn't mean that you can stop uh, publishing their pieces or articles or censor their journalists from sharing stories. So it just offended the basic principles that our country is based on. Listen, I, I get it, too. I don't please don't take that as a knock on the legend Maria Bartiromo, who is totally on our side. Good. I mean, if they do say something that comports with the Constitution, we can get Democrat allies on our side. No, we shouldn't be mad about it. My only kind of tweak is Connor was one of the guys pushing for Parler to be taken down. All, he's not, he's, you know, he's no hero. He just isn't. They understand right now that they got busted. There's evidence they got busted, that there's multiple people now on the record in these public Twitter files releases with a, with a government nexus and the big government leftists are now just covering their own asses. Here, more, you want more proof? Semaphore, right? Max Tanny. Max Tanny, who is to the left of Lenin, right? He wrote this piece, suspiciously timed the pop just yesterday. Why the White House isn't stressed about Elon Musk's Twitter? Oh, <laughs> I'm not even going to bother you with screenshots. The gist of the piece is this, Joe. Oh, yeah, the White House doesn't care about it. Really, it doesn't care about it. Yeah, right. It's so strange because uh, Janet Yellen, uh, Elizabeth Warren, the Biden team themselves, They've all said that. And Jen Psaki, too, is on tape talking about, on video, talking about Twitter and how they used to censor with Twitter. It's just so strange how they were knee-deep in it with the Surgeon General, Jen Psaki, Elizabeth Warren, the Treasury Secretary, and now all of a sudden they don't care. Too much BS on the field. 15 yards. Replay first down. Under the hood for review. Yes. Of course. 
They are. This is. This is. This is so. It's so obvious. Wow. I just want to like grab some of the conservatives out there getting suckered into this. Like, dude, you are so getting played. Yes, celebrate it that they're coming around. But all I'm getting, let me just, he's going to be like, all right, drive this up. Just understand their motives are not pure. End the story. I'm leaving it there. Why are their motives not pure? Because the evidence is overwhelming. We have a serious nexus to government and a 1A problem, First Amendment problem. I put this up now probably 15 times in the last few weeks between all my shows. Here's Yoel Roth, the Twitter guy who is the key figure in censoring information on Twitter. He also learned in meetings with the FBI, DNI, and DHS that there were rumors that a hack and leak operation would involve Hunter Biden. In other words, the FBI, who had the freaking laptop and knew the Hunter Biden story was real, was warning Twitter about the Hunter Biden story that they knew was real. And Twitter went and censored the Hunter Biden story saying it was fake, even though the FBI knew it was real. Which says what? Not only do you have a 1A censorship problem, you've got an in-kind donation problem as well. What does that mean? It means not only was the FBI and the government obviously involved in interfering in elections, but they may have effectively given in-kind donations to campaigns, the U.S. government, by squelching information like a paid opposition research firm. I think this goes deeper than just Joe Biden. I'll, I'll tell you why in a minute. Stay tuned. The loaded show. Please don't go anywhere. Uh, American financing. Folks, credit card uh, rates, they're now averaging around 22% makes now the time to look closely at the total cost of your debt because compound interest can take your card balance from bad to worse to catastrophic and can do it fast. Don't let it happen. Instead, call our friends at American Financing. It's a good company. They prioritize their customer service. Take advantage of a free savings review and learn about options to pay that debt off faster. There's no pressures, no obligation. They don't do that. There's no upfront or hidden fees. Don't carry your debt into the new year. Pay off those balances and start the year right. They're saving people just like you an average of $700 per month, so don't wait. I'm telling you, no matter your credit score, it's worth a 10-minute call to learn more. Just give them a call. Plus, if you start soon, you could delay two mortgage payments, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. The number for American financing is 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Their website, it's a .net. It's not a .com. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. Check them out today. It's worth your time. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Thanks, American Financing. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So they know they've got an issue here. They know that they interfered in campaigns by trying to squelch negative information about Hunter Biden, effectively working like a paid political consultant. When I say effectively working, I'm talking about the FBI. Taxpayer-funded political consultant to wipe away bad information the FBI factually knew was true. But was that the only one? 
There's a Reclaim the Net article from a couple of days ago in the newsletter today. I want you to check out too. Elon Musk, he's Elon, man. He's a step ahead of all these people. Elon Musk says, quote, some political candidates running for office were secretly shadow banned on Twitter too. <laughs> Again, Joseph, the Dan Bongino show. We're a few months ahead. I, how many yeah. times have you, I've said that FEC in-kind donation thing to you so many times. You're probably like, yeah, it rings a bell. Because I, this is where they were going to get hung up. Even if later on, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but let's say later on there are no prosecutions for civil liberties violations or anything like that, or even civil lawsuits. I mean, I doubt, I think there will be, but say that this is a documented, a, a hardcore documented law and rule you cannot break. You cannot give a candidate in-kind donation to get above donation limits. You have limits on what you can donate to a candidate. If I want to, Joe's running for Senate, and I, I think I can only give him like $5,200. That's it. Yeah, something like that. To get around that, I can't say to him, well, Joe, what I'll do is I'm going to give you $40,000 in free real estate to run your office instead so you don't have to pay the real estate company. And we'll consider that a donate. You can't do that. It is a clear violation of the rules. You cannot have the FBI quietly working on behalf of multiple political candidates, potentially shadow banning them, kicking them off, working like an opposition research firm you'd have to pay for. Forget the civil liberty stuff for a second. That's a serious, I'm just talking about a, the plain mechanics of it. And how do I know this is getting bad? Because they're threatening lawsuits again, which means we're just going to talk about it more. Look at this New York Post article. Ba Biden allies are moving to intimidate witnesses ahead of the GOP's Hunter Biden probe. Here, let me give you the gist of this. Remember me talking about this, guys? You know, the whole, the whole uh, voting machines case, the lawsuits were designed to stop people from discussing things. Now, I'm going to tell you this. The best defense against a defamation lawsuit is what? It's the truth. But the template's now there for them. They realize they can scare people because some people were intimidated. If you're sloppy with your reporting, then you're in trouble. If you weren't, you're not. The Hunter Biden story is clear as day. You can threaten all the lawsuits you want. We've got literally the receipts. What are you going to do? You're going to sue? Uh, Dan Bongino is discussing the Hunter Biden laptop that Hunter Biden dropped off at the laptop store, signed by Hunter Biden, witnessed by John Paul MacIsaac, with Hunter Biden's address and Hunter Biden's computer, with a sticker about the Biden family on the computer containing his emails and his texts. And photos of Hunter Biden. That's, listen, that's going to be a great discovery, isn't it? Wait till we get discovery on that one. Isn't that going to be delicious? You sue away, daddy-o. You sue away. If you think for a second you're going to intimidate anyone, anyone, into stopping talking about the biggest political scandal of our time, big tech and government colluding, to suppress information about your dad, the big guy in the email, according to your business associates, your business associates. Wait till you see that discovery. That could be fantastic. The models there, fellas, they knew exactly what they were doing. Two-pager. And a full two-pager. Right to the bottom line. I always can You ever try to write in the bottom line of a page? Yes. It takes me a while to put this show. It's hard, man. So now we know we have a clear First Amendment problem. 
And as I said, we know we have a clear process problem with the FEC and in-kind donations. This is going to be a death knell for them. This is a huge story, this Hunter Biden story. We know we got a problem with the shadow ban. But again, as I warned you early on, COVID was going to be the vehicle for them to do this. That Saki statement from before where she admits to colluding with big tech, the vehicle they used to do that was COVID because they figured the public health emergency, again, don't look for a complicated explanation when ignorance, the simple one, is right in front of you. They knew that never let a crisis go to waste theory is the way to move the Liberty Ball uh, away from the Freedom Station, right? They know that. They figured that there was going to be such a public panic over it that the panic was going to be a vehicle to make the public put a blindfold on and not see what they were doing. It's really no more complicated than that. Now that the COVID pandemic is ebbing and the panic, most importantly, is ebbing a lot as people get used to living with it. Now the government again is like, uh-oh, we got a problem. Elon's in charge. And all that panic we thought was going to prevent people from looking into our use of COVID to silence people. Now we're not going to be able to get away with that anymore either. There is a damning piece by the great Bonchi at Red State. It's in the newsletter today. Check it out. Elon Musk teases damning new Twitter files release and makes a shocking statement about Fauci. Folks, this guy Fauci is in a world of trouble right now. Now, what does this have to do with what I'm talking about? Well, Again, they wanted to use COVID as a vehicle to crush the First Amendment. Fauci was one of the people inside the White House running a lot of these, uh, these COVID operations. Elon is kind of winking and nodding, giving a big wink and nod that Fauci may have had a role in this censorship too. Here from the Red State piece. According to Elon, the internal documents dealing with the social media giants, COVID censorship information are coming, quote, big time. He teased the future release with a couple of very unambiguous statements that it looks like some bombshells are headed our way. Again, what has two thumbs and was, was shadow banned on, uh, on Twitter? And this guy. Now, why was I shadow banned? If you watch my Fox show this weekend, I can tell you why I was banned from YouTube and Google ads for telling you that cloth and surgical masks don't work, which is now a scientific fact. Have we got an apology from Google or YouTube? No. Is more of that going to come out in the Twitter files that people like me who spoke scientific fact about COVID and the response to it, that we were banned? And was anyone in the government involved in the banning of us? Now that's going to create a real problem. Because why? Why, why do you guys, Because you see how the ball keeps moving? It's not censorship, okay? It's censorship, but the government wasn't involved. Okay, it's censorship and the government's involved, but at least it was misinformation. It was. You want to go to court on that? Because if you're going to say I was banned for saying cloth masks don't work, then you know what? In court, are you willing to swear to that? Because you're going to have to produce the actual science that they do work. And you can't. You see how they're in trouble right now? So this is what started the whole ruckus this weekend. Elon Musk tweeted out, my pronouns are prosecute and Fauci. What does Elon know? He knows something. They note, Bonchi notes, hey, listen, Musk is nothing if he isn't a meticulous marketer. There's no way that this prosecute Fauci thing they're talking about is just an idle statement. He's alluding to evidence that Fauci was dictating content decisions, which would be an illegal intrusion by the government to squash free speech by proxy. If that's shown, it would be the biggest revelation so far, and for my money, the most satisfying. Fauci's daughter worked at Twitter, too, as Guy brings up, which is accurate. We covered that last week, which um, adds another little slider to that story, doesn't it? 
Now, look who's running in to defend Fauci, which should say to you, you want to talk about the, the what Noah man by who his friends are, right? And I don't mean that in a good way. John Brennan, the uh, numero uno PP tape hoaxer. Dr. Fauci's a national hero who'll be remembered for generations to come. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. He'll be remembered. Molly Hemingway called him right out saying, look at this goofball defending his buddy Fauci. Folks, here's why this is going to be a big problem for them, too. In addition to the First Amendment problem, in addition to the FBI problem, in addition to the FEC in-kind donation problem, they're going to try to wiggle out of the Hunter Biden story. They're just going to, oh, we didn't know, we were confused, the Russians, whatever. There is simply no way to wiggle out banning people for saying masks don't stop the spread of COVID and vaccines don't stop the spread of COVID. There is no way to wiggle out because in court, the science is now crystal clear that we were right. Do you understand that? What a problem this is going to be for Fauci and Saki, who's trying to get out of a deposition. This is catastrophic for them. All right, I want to get on to the Brittany Griner thing because it ties to this too, how the misinformation specialists or John Kirby and the White House. Let me get to my last sponsor first. He's just, they're lying to your face. I'm sure of it at this point. Now I'm sure of it. Folks, Omaha Steaks. I'm an Omaha Steaks guy. This is an Omaha Steaks household. Why? Because the food is absolutely delicious and the prices, you can't beat them for this kind of quality. Folks, the holidays are here. Achieve gift and greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code BONGINO, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignons, air-chilled boneless chickens, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is delicious and ready to ship. They're ready to ship right away. Shop early, beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Bongino at checkout. Pick up food for that holiday party. It'll be really popular with your guests. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Get 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Check them out. Delicious. You're going to love the food. We're big fans here. So Kirby has zero credibility left. John Kirby, who was one of the spokespeople for the White House. I showed you that in the beginning of the show where he's just blatantly lying to you about the White House coordinating with big tech. But on this Brittany Griner trade, a WNBA star was held in Russia on some trumped up charges. Uh, she was released in exchange for one of the most dangerous men on planet Earth. Uh, Victor Boot, the merchant of death, an international arms dealer who now says he will willingly jump back in with the Russians in their fight against Ukraine. Uh, more blood on the guy's hands. He could paint a couple uh, Titanic-sized ships with the amount of blood this guy has on his hands. Now listen to the embarrassing reaction here. John Kirby, again, on Shannon Bream this weekend, who says, don't worry, we released the merchant of death to paint the world in blood again uh, for Brittany Griner. But it's not a big deal because he would have been released in six years. Check this out. 
Mr. Boot wasn't serving a life sentence, Shannon. He was going to get out in 2029. So at some point uh, in the not-too-distant future, he would have been a free man. It is six years earlier. Nobody over at the White House is doing backflips of joy that he is uh, walking the streets. But this was the deal we could get. Now was the moment we could get it. We're obviously going to look after our national security going forward. And Mr. Boot has choices to make. And if he chooses uh, to get back uh, into that line of work, then we're going to do everything we can to hold him properly accountable, as we have uh, in the past. We did a national security assessment. Uh, we believe that, the, that, the, that, that whatever risk there is uh, was manageable and okay to, to make this deal. Oh, my gosh. John, please. You sound like a decent guy sometimes. What are you doing? I'm serious. Please save your reputation while you got a chance. We did a national security assessment. Yeah, there was a national security assessment, Joe. It was called a criminal trial. Yeah. Where people <laughs> actually swear. We thank you about you. We're, we're good. We're good. We, we already got that. It's called a trial. He was in jail. He's going to be released in six years. In six years, you mean after the Ukraine war is over? They're like, if he decides to get back into that work, Kirby says. You mean the work he's already pledged to get back into, killing people? He's already, he's already said it. If, if, if he gets back into it, we're going to do what? Go arrest him again like we already did? Here's the, this is the worst part. He is so clearly not telling you the truth about them taking Brittany Griner, WNBA star, rather than Paul Whelan, who'd been held a lot longer and was a U.S. Marine and is also being held in Russia on ridiculous trumped-up charges. Now they're getting filleted for this. Like, what about Whelan? And they're just lying. Here's Kirby saying, oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was either Brittany Griner or no one. That's just, that doesn't comport with the reporting that they've since changed. You believe these people? I believe not. By the way, this is, let me just get out ahead of this. This story is ripe for opinion checkers who call themselves fact checkers. Trust me on this. It'll only be days. They will fact check this story to try and squash this saying, no, no, John Kirby said it. So it's definitely true. Here, check this out. Can you unequivocally say that there was never an option between Paul Whelan or Brittany Griner? Yes, ma'am, I can. There was never a choice posed uh, by the Russians. Well, hey, you give us boot back and then you can decide whether you want Brittany or Paul. That, that was never uh, the arrangement. It was only Miss Griner for Mr. Boot. They treat Paul differently, Shannon, because of these sham espionage charges. He is put in a special category by the Russians uh, and try as we might. And believe me, Shannon, we did right up until the very end. We were making efforts to try to get both of them out. Uh, there was just no way to get there. So it was either make this deal now and at least get one of them home and keep up the efforts to, to get Paul home. And that's where we are right now. Folks, I mean, then why is a senior U.S. national security official reporting to NBC on December 8th, reporting they've since updated, that the Kremlin gave the White House the choice of Griner or Whelan or none? Uh, again, the fact checkers will be all, oh, Kirby said it. So they won't do any actual reporting which would be to question Kirby and hold him to account like Shannon Bream just did. They're just going to take his word for it, despite the fact that insiders have already said that that story's not true. Such a scam. By the way, the show notes, the newsletter today is really important. Bongino.com slash newsletter. There's a couple of stories I need you to see in addition to the ones we already talked about. Zero Hedge has two really good ones this morning. Another conspiracy theory, fellas. The verdict is in. That one's true, too. 
Again, I'm running out of what did I tell you about the credit card companies changing their categorization of purchases at gun stores. They used to be declared general, like retail purchases. Lefties wanted them to push for this merchant category code. So if you buy a gun or anything at a gun store, they know you bought it at the gun store, even though they may not know exactly what you bought. Why did the lefties want that? They wanted it so they could shut the Second Amendment down, prevent purchases at gun stores, and then if you do buy something, to put you on a list. And we were told what? It is. Headline, gun shops and customers claim credit card firms are now restricting firearms purchases. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird how, again, we're just like, we're just throwing heater upon heater every day now. Some guy on Twitter said, hey, I had this happen with my PayPal credit card. I tried to use it to buy ammo at a local FFL firearms licensee, and I was denied. Another person said, interesting, tried to buy a PSA dagger a slide a few a, a bit ago and had the same issue ordering from their website. My debit card and credit card let me order though. And perhaps the gun advocates were right from the get-go. A number of FFLs are complaining now and the National Shooting Sports Foundation, a lawyer there explained, hey, this was never about gathering data to aid law enforcement. It is and always has been a concerted effort to pressure credit card companies to deny lawful purchases of firearms and put every single gun purchaser on a watch list. Now, is there an explanation for this? Is it possible that these individual buyers had some financial issues unrelated to purchases at the gun store? I do actual facts here and reporting, unlike journalists and fact checkers. It is possible. I don't want to jump to any conclusions just yet. However, when I start to see a pattern, I'm going to continue to report it. And it's fairly obvious to me that these people are pushing this in order to put you on a list and stop you from purchasing a firearm using that MCC code if they don't want you to. Here's a story I opened up the show I talked about, too. Remember the coverage? And I know Joe was intensely interested in Guy, too, and the, the farmland and the food factories that were being, uh, that were having, let's say, accidents yeah. at them. And we were like, this seems like a really weird pattern. Hundreds of food plants, farmland, accidents, fires, potential sabotage. Now, all of a sudden, we're seeing another example. Who is purposely sabotaging power plants all over America? Zero Hedge notes, someone's been attacking power plants all over the country. And the feds are trying to determine who it is. In recent days, we've seen significant sabotage in the East and West Coast, so it can't just be one individual. During the first, listen to this number, during the first eight months of this year, there were a total of 106 attacks on the electrical grid in the United States. It's the highest number ever recorded in a single year. Listen, I don't jump to any conclusions because we don't actually do conspiracy theories on the show. We cover conspiracies that are not theoretical. However, this is getting awfully strange. And I'll say to you, this is time for you to prepare. Time for you to prepare in the event of an emergency near you. Hopefully it's only temporary like it was in North Carolina. But there is no downside whatsoever for being prepared. Have yourself a good supply of food. Have yourself an electric power backup plan. If you can afford a generator, get one. And if you can afford a good three, four months of a food supply, get it. What's the worst? And understand what the, what's weird about that. What's the worst that can happen? You have it, never need it. Awesome. Great. I pray that's true. But I'd rather that than to need it and go, oh, damn, I wish I would have listened. I'll leave you with some good news. It's from the Washington Post, but 
I know. I take everything with Washington Post with a grain of salt, but it's been reported elsewhere, so I can reasonably assume this is true. Uh, folks, there's been a major breakthrough, apparently, in energy technology. So I gave you the bad news about electric and power first, and I'll leave you with the good news. As something I've discussed often on the show, and you guys can vouch for me because I'm fascinated by it, is nuclear fusion. It's different than fission. But harnessing the power of the sun through nuclear fusion and energy would, this, this is not even remotely hyperbolic, would change the world as we know it. We would essentially have almost free energy. Energy, a massive cost in your life from everything from heating your home to factories to powering your vehicle. The idea of fusion to create essentially net positive energy has been a dream of humankind since the reaction was first uncovered. They had a, this has been a leak, but it's been reported in the Post and elsewhere. A leak came out. There's going to be a major announcement, apparently either today or tomorrow, by our Department of Energy, that scientists have apparently made a fusion reaction work. The Post says it involves smashing two atoms together at incredibly high speeds and transforming the energy into electricity that can power homes and offices without emitting carbon into the air or dumping radioactive waste into the environment. A cup of hydrogen could power your house for 100 years, something like that. Now, I want to be clear here. Just because we made the reaction work doesn't mean we're even anywhere close to commercializing it anytime soon. But making it work is the first step. Creating digital bits and memory was a first step, too, when computers were the size of tractor trailers. Now you've got more power in your phone than you had on the spacecraft that landed on the moon. Even if we're 10, 20, 30 years away, your kids and grandkids could live in an entirely different future. You want to, you know, get in my head and see why I'm always there. And you're too much of an optimist. I get that a lot. Why I'm long on the United States? Because of things like this. We're going to have a breakthrough on cancer on this soon. I'm sure of it. Material science, fusion, energy, supply chains. Your kids are going to be li- living in a far more prosperous country and grandkids if we can continue this. Read the article. It's worth your time. Alien technology. They may be in gravity, huh. manipulating oh, gravity oh, and things like man. that. Yeah, people, you know what? Laugh at your own peril, because I'm telling you this. Anything that you can think of and can postulate and put in a mathematical theory can be done. The only question is, how do we get there? We know this is now possible. Huge story. Huge story. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. That was a lot of information today. Stick with us this week. We really appreciate the Friday show went crazy after I was the subject of the Twitter files. If you missed it, it's available at rumble.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe there. We're at 2.51 million subscribers. Thank you. Um, And please subscribe on Apple and Spotify as well. It's free. Subscribe to the podcast, but it keeps us on the top charts. We were number seven in the world, thanks to you, last month. Thanks so much. See you on the radio show a little bit later. You just heard Dan Bongino.